0: Welcome to Aerospace Testing International's Test and Innovation Podcast, Episode Number Three. I'm Ben Sampson, Editor of Aerospace Testing International, and in this episode, I interview Dean Moore, Flight Test Specialist at Vertical Aerospace. If you haven't heard about Vertical, it's a startup based in Bristol, in the UK, that is making good progress developing an eVTOL taxi that it initially wants to operate in between cities. A lot's been happening at Vertical recently. After finishing the flight testing of its prototypes, it's released the details of its production aircraft, the VA-1X, and also announced a supply partnership with Honeywell for the avionics. But most importantly this summer, it recruited Dean to head up its flight testing programme, which it plans to start next year. I spoke to Dean early September after his bedding-in period and shortly after the big design reveal to quiz him about the aircraft and his plans for the testing programme. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I'll talk to you after the interview. Dean has been with the company for a few months after spending some time, ty- uh, well, spending his earlier career uh, at Boeing, uh, at Kinetic, then Boeing. Isn't
1: that right, Dean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I spent most of my time at Kinetic. I, I go back long enough to be uh, an old civil servant as well. Okay. That. So, uh, So, yeah, but uh, mo- most recently Boeing and now at Vertical.
0: Okay. Um, so, I mean, what kind of test programs were you involved with um, at uh, uh, Boeing and Kinetic, and, and how does that? You know how well actually tell us a little bit first about about um, about the project at Vertical. I mean, I I gave it probably I didn't really give give it the respect it should have done uh, during (laughs) my introduction. So, so uh, well describe it to us the
1: aircraft and what's going on there at the moment, please. Yeah, I think the, uh, the the the. Project at Vertical, the VA1X, which is the, the, the aircraft platform that we've just recently um, sort of publicly announced, is a, a winged uh, eB toll platform, uh, which, uh, well, I, I think it's the best thing, uh, It's only for us, the best solution for getting a, a real product out there that's going to give a good return for the customers. Um, so, just for everyone, uh, we're looking at a, a, a five occupant aircraft, so a pilot in the front, four passengers, uh, a winged aircraft uh, with uh, eight rotors when it's in the vertical mode. They were born, and then it's got tilting rotors, as people will see from the uh, the renders and the uh, the videos that have been released. So four rotors at the front that tilt, so uh, they'll come up vertically when you're in for a vertical landing and takeoff, mm. and then they'll uh, go into the horizontal, and then it will propel you along like sort of like a mini Hercules, effectively. And sort of going back to my previous experiences with uh, in-flight testing. So uh, if people sort of imagine that, uh, and that's the sort of aircraft that it looks like, and a V tail at the back, which is quite distinctive. Okay, great. Um, and uh, you mentioned there your, your previous
0: experience at, at, at Boeing and, and Kinetic. I mean, I mean, how how does that I mean, what were you involved with there and how does this contrast with the stuff that you were involved with at those companies, please?
1: Yeah, that's uh, quite interesting. Uh, certainly with what we're doing is setting up, yeah, I've come in as a flight test specialist so. Our big thing is Vertical's done a few test programs already with Proof of Concept and SARF as well before that people will have seen. Uh, But obviously, this is the next big step. And it's just taking another step in our development in setting up the flight test organization. So, uh, interestingly enough, that's kind of what I was doing at Boeing, Mm -hmm. setting up the flight test Mm organization, very much around UK military aircraft. So, uh, predominantly the Chinook uh, aircraft. So, I went in. Whoa, seven years ago I think it must have been uh, into Boeing and helped set up the uh, regulatory approvals for the, and the flight test organization there to get the um, modifications uh, digital flight control systems okay. in most recently in a number of safety mods uh, and also working on c-17s as well mm. uh, so that's uh, I'm sort of replicating uh, you know, setting up the test organisation for, for the 1X programme and a whole certification effort we've got in vertical, which is really exciting. So, um, and obviously before that at Kinetic um, uh, and at the test pilot school teaching, uh, people had to do flight tests, a range of um, different uh, aircraft that over the years. I mentioned the Hercules, it was my first aircraft I worked on all, all those years ago, over 20 years ago. Uh, one of my first jobs was crosswind landings and low-speed stall work. Uh, with that aircraft so uh, yeah uh, all of a sudden all all that experience comes back because it's exactly the sort of area we're dealing with 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 one x as well
0: so you joining the company uh, a few months ago is that a sign of of how the the program at at verticals maturing i mean it's it's quite uh, the the, the development start three or four years ago didn't i i think with the Seraph and the two prototypes that that have been up in the air Um, but now is it kind of moving up as moving up a gear there
1: yeah, definitely moving up a gear. Um, it's it's the next step one X uh, on our journey to a certified platform. So uh, as you mentioned, uh, Verticals had a, a good couple of uh, prototypes previously to help build up the expertise and knowledge within the organisation. So uh, proof of concept, POC, as it's referred to, uh, and people can have a look at those on the um, on the website. Uh, was a an initial kind of look a few years ago, and then Sarif was the most recent uh, eight, six rater. I'm trying to remember how many rotors but sarif was the most recent uh, uh flying exercise which was done at, up at lambetta uh, and there's some good videos of, of, of the work that was done to help the company develop on its journey into uh, well producing an air taxi that can really sort of revolutionize the sort of air mobility kind of uh, piece and um yeah this is a big step up so a lot of I'm not just the the only one who's just recently come in, sort of bringing in uh, expertise uh, that Tim Williams from Rolls Royce and Eric Sampson as well from uh, uh, out in Switzerland's come into the company to really, uh, you know, make a step change in our journey into producing and and getting this aircraft certified. Okay, so what's um, what's the what's the next job on your on your to do list then? For the what's the kind of current status and what are you looking at next? Uh, so uh, really setting out how we're going to uh, flight to test this this uh, fantastic concept that we've, we've just uh, re- released. So uh, just working out how we're going to approach all the test program, uh, where we're going to do it. Um, and uh, also working alongside the guys. We're obviously, uh, the testing is is continuing right now as well. So building all the stuff that has been done previously. Uh, There are various rigs uh, that we're working through at the moment uh, to just test out various components, parts of the systems that are going to go into into 1X. Um, That's all happening at the moment uh, in various places, and so mainly at Bristol. Uh, And also looking at uh, pilot-in-the-loop simulation as well. So um, Mm -hmm. I've come in and helped out with looking at handling qualities, for instance, around the way we're going to operate the aircraft, how it's going to, uh, handle for the pilot, uh, and starting to assess those against the sorts of means of compliance that we will see coming out of the asa So a lot of a lot of ground testing at the moment. Then, a lot of, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. ground testing and testing in bits uh, mm. or testing parts or bits bits together uh, before we get into the full up of putting a whole aircraft together. So yeah, there's a lot of work already going on uh, that that comes out of all the work from Sarif uh, and in the development work and feeding into the the. Detailed design of One X,
0: and you mentioned you mentioned uh, pilot in the loop. There, um, could you could you explain that for me? What, what do you mean exactly
1: by that? Uh, so, really, we're, we're uh, going to be having a pilot who's going to be operating the aircraft. So, really, you're starting to look at um, the control strategy uh, and the displays and how that all comes together, uh, particularly with tilting rotors uh, and providing. Uh, a, a, an aircraft that handles really easily. So, you know, we're trying to get away from having concepts where, you know, helicopters, if anybody's flown helicopters, where you, you sort of sneeze on one control and then you know, move all the other ones. Yeah. Um, so really trying to uh, provide uh, an augmented flight control system that makes flying the e-taxi really easy uh, right. for who's op- whoever might be operating it.
0: So does that, does that happen, uh, is that within a simulator or within a kind of... Yeah,
1: absolutely. So we've got a simulator um, uh, up and running uh, in Bristol. So uh, we've got the pilot seat in Sceptors. Uh, we've been using a lot of virtual reality as well. So um, obviously in the low-speed environment, um, a, a lot of flying around with helicopters is manoeuvring around. So if you have just a, a, a standard big screen in front of you, sometimes where you want to go is off the screen. So mm-hmm. virtual reality allows you to move around. There are some constraints in resolutions and all that kind of stuff. But um, we're balancing up uh, what's the best way to look, evaluating the handling qualities to get the best out of the simulation and and enhancements to that as we go forward as well. Okay. I guess a lot of
0: the um, data from the SEREF testing feeds into that simulator and the modelling and stuff,
1: does it? Or it kind of feeds yeah, you? it feeds into that Some in some respects. The arrangement for the rotors is very different. So, right. um, uh, but but certainly the knowledge that we, we gain from SARIF, uh, particularly around uh, we talked about various kind of challenges that we've got, we're coming up with this. Uh, all the things that we've learned through there, so certainly with structures and the way that, that um, uh, the electrical power uh, generation or storage and transfer is, is done and how that feeds into the flight control system mm. a lot of lessons that have been learned from sarah for feeding back into uh, the design process for one x as well so yeah we're sort of building on the stuff that we've done on sarah and building it back into the simulations and the rig testing we're doing now to try and help de-risk and, and, and uh, deliver an aircraft you know in about a year's time that, that we can fly and fly hopefully safely yeah. and prove the concept works
0: yeah. Okay. Do you? Well, I mean, this is this is the this is the the tricky question, really. I suppose, in a way. Uh, I mean, what 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 kind of keeps you up at night, worrying about it, uh, worrying about the aircraft? And what do you see as the kind of biggest challenge or the, the biggest risk, really, to do with the program at the moment? Oh, uh,
1: the biggest risk. I, I, it, it's a, quite interesting. Load of different technologies all coming together. I think the thing for me, and certainly from a from a previous background, I've, I've been used to you know uh, aviation fueled aircraft. So sure. I'm finding probably the biggest change in mentality for me is very much moving towards you know the energy and electrical storage and, and, and distribution and 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 that sort of element to it. Um, that's quite a challenge. I think everyone talks around the issues on power density and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. That's a big thing for us to uh, to deliver on, to deliver a product that will actually give a return. I think for us as well, um, and indeed everybody else, it's, it's having those multiple kind of effectors on on the aircraft uh, position and movement as well. So, uh, as you picked up there, we've got we've got eight rotors all pointing up. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a bit different to having you know one or two you know big rotor discs above your head, uh, which you're tilting and changing and all that kind of stuff to to manoeuvre around. So that will be really interesting to see how that works and making sure it does work to give the right level of agility, but also we're also going to be very mindful. I'm quite used to military helicopters and you need to have a certain amount of agility, which means you have to move aggressively and precisely. You still need to move very precisely here, but, but obviously you've got people who are, you know, paying customers in the back. They're not troops who are going to run out into a, into a firefight. So, um, you need to be able to deliver them with a nice ride quality um you want them to come back again having having had a good nice safe and easy ride from from a to b so you want them to come back and go that yes that's an aircraft that i want to fly in again so that's that's another one for us it's a different aspect to uh, looking at handling of the aircraft and getting it from a to b
0: yeah and you're working with. Honeywell, aren't you on the flight control system? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think that's one of the big things that helps uh, with us. Is um, particularly as a smaller company, is you know, leveraging the sorts of expertise from from a, a partner like Honeywell, mm. uh, who, who've got a lot of expertise in flight control, and then teaming that up with the work that we're doing uh, to, to to basically, yeah, make the aircraft work properly.
0: So, so I mean, I guess that helps because you you don't feel like you have that you have to solve all of the problems
1: in in that case, you know. Uh, I think you, you were talking to me earlier. I think about the, the difference in size of organisations. Having come yeah. from you know, Boeing, there's a lot of expertise in an organisation and, and a lot of um, sort of vertical integration of, of various aspects. We don't necessarily have all of that, so um, you know we'll be working with you know, key suppliers like Honeywell on, on delivering what we, what we what we are looking to do with One X. So uh, yeah, it's about understanding. What we're good at, uh, and then also bringing in, you know, partners who can help us deliver uh, to the vision of, of delivering a, a revolutionary uh, e-taxi.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Having, having, you know, following this sector for a while, I think it's it's companies like Vertical that, that tend to have have the vision. Sometimes, uh, well, most of the time. I mean, there is it is quite a crowded space, though, isn't it? There's there's a lot of development going on. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a few other projects you know, that I would that I would put forward that um, that would. Kind of compete with with you guys uh, in terms of being along the line towards a, an operational aircraft. I mean, I mean the the, the people in in Germany, uh, Lilium and Volocopter, and then Bell, and they, they, you know, the, the, there's a few whisk maybe. There's a few going on all around the world. I mean, how how. I mean, do you, do you view it as like a race? I mean, are you, I mean, obviously not a race, that's probably the wrong way to put it, but as competition, are you in, within the firm, have you got this culture of let's, let's do it, come on through, through this test and certification program?
1: Well, I think there's certainly a keenness to get on with it, um, yeah. which is all fair because obviously, you know, we want to be, you know, produce these aircraft and, and you know, uh, making some money to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're going to do it the right way mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and everything, but, um, it's a, it's an interesting market, as they said. There's a lot of competitors out there. We've all got a subtly different take on the same kind of principle and idea. Some some people are going fully autonomous. I think mm-hmm. we're scar at the moment as well, but perhaps with two people. Uh, Lithium obviously going with ducted fans. Mm. Uh, Volocopter obviously going with with rotors over the over the top. So there's, there's potentially different parts of the market that we're all kind of hitting as well, uh, rather than necessarily overlapping in exactly the same space. So, um, I think yeah. It, I said, when I was sort of interviewed, I don't know it's necessarily the one about being the first. Yeah. We need to make sure we get the product right, which is the important part. You know, there's no, there's no Betamax. There were certainly no VHS recorders anymore, to be honest. But, mm-hmm. you know, you don't necessarily hear about the, the, the guys who were first, the ones that are left standing, are the ones who, you know, got the product right. Yeah. And it just got people coming back for more and more. So that's, I think, quite important for us to do uh, okay. as we as we go forward. And, and how is it working with the,
0: with the aviation, aviation authorities on a, on a project like this? I mean, because there's so much new technology and, and innovation going on. I mean, uh, how, how, could you describe that relationship with the,
1: with the UK's Civil Aviation Authority for me? Yeah, I' uh, relatively new, but we have been talking to the CAA uh, yeah. as we've been developing the concepts that has led up to uh, to 1X. Um, so um, uh, we'll continue that conversation because, obviously, as a national regulator, we'll be wanting to fly in the UK uh, and we'll be working with those guys up uh, at uh, Aviation House and Gatwick to, to get an approval to, to fly 1X uh, and then move forward. But equally, we're also working with the various kind of specialist groups in the ARSA, in developing the means of compliance for, for eVTOL as well. So uh, we've got people on various groups or even chairing groups to look at developing the regulations uh, to allow us to get an aircraft that's actually certified and, and, a, and a product out there and a big production line, really, hopefully, in the long run. So, um, yeah, we're, we're sort of engaging as much as we can uh, to, to push the thinking forward on, on regulations uh, and obviously providing all the various bits of feedback. To everybody, and keeping a wary eye on what's happening in the States as well. So, mm. uh, you know, I think that's what comes up a lot when we're, we're talking to various people across the community is, is making sure there's been some signs of, of perhaps, you know, EASA and FA not being quite so harmonized in some of their uh, means of compliance and regulations. And clearly, whatever happens, we'd obviously like to make sure that, that, that both sets of regulations are as, as close uh, to each other and, and harmonized as much as possible because it makes our lives much easier selling an aircraft globally rather than just, say, maybe in Europe absolutely yeah i mean um, and
0: do you do you feel like the like the, the development program is is quite aggressive in the in its time scale or i mean how would you describe it um, i mean you, you you know something back if you've got flight testing beginning when again next year maybe and then two years after that an operational aircraft um, do, you, do you feel confident about that
1: I'm quite relaxed about it, actually. Coming to vertical um, in a larger organisation, I think we'd probably move a bit slower. But I think um, vertical is an interesting smaller organisation. I think we're just over just over 100. I can't remember what number of number of employees I am, um, but it's a much smaller organisation than my previous employer, Boeing. So uh, you know, and I think the uh, the feeling I've got in the first three months of working here uh, makes me fairly confident we're going to we're going to definitely do something in the time scales we're talking about, which is really exciting. So. Um, it's a, it's a little bit of pressure, but it's, uh, it's fun pressure. So I'm uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, and we're really kind of working up to really flying next year uh, and putting an aircraft together and, and hopefully uh, proving a concept I think that looks really good from the videos that, uh, that, and the renders that we've put together. And, um, yeah, I think it can actually do something really quite significant. Sure. I mean, the, the first time... But you know the
0: maiden flight is is the is the payoff, right? Or will be the start? Well, start of the hard work. How would you describe
1: so, it? I'd say start of the hard work. Yeah, absolutely. There's, a, there's quite a lot of guys uh, who have been very focused on the first flight, and I'm 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 not that worried about the first flight. I'm worried about the whole program because yeah. it's important to deliver the whole thing. Uh, so whilst it might look great uh, for a photo or a video opportunity to get that first flight, uh, and we'd love to get it done sooner rather than later. I think you know, need to keep the eyes on the prize. The whole thing is to actually prove the concept and, and demonstrate a, you know, a, a, an overall capability. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm keeping very focused on the whole programme uh, and making sure that we deliver for the, the, the certified programme that follows on afterwards very shortly.
0: OK. Do you, I mean, um, within the programme itself, do you, do you think that there is anything particularly innovative or, or, or different that you're doing here that, that you perhaps wouldn't have done at Boeing or Kinetic? I mean, you mentioned pilot in the loop. Is that is,
1: is that anything else? I, I think we are. Um, I think one thing that always comes up as a problem in flight testing is that time and just turning around data analysis. That's always been uh, a bit of a, a bit of a problem in flight tests, where you're just kind of uh, trying to progress stuff in a in a timely manner. Um, we are looking. at Lots of our work is around you know uh, you know digital kind of twins and digital clouds uh, and yeah. services. And I think we'll be looking at using uh, that sort of digital environment to try and help speed up uh, the whole thing, having the aircraft connected uh, effectively uh, to the guys back at HQ so that we can turn around data really quickly. That will be really helpful. Uh, We'll we'll use telemetry uh, as part of our test execution just to monitor things Mm. uh, and help because one pilot in the aircraft you've got a lot to monitor so uh, we'll be riding alongside them and helping them make the choices they're going to make in the aircraft and, and directing the flight from the ground uh, but yeah you know, that linking up into sort of the digital environment and turning around data really quickly is something we're, we're really looking forward to doing um the rest of it i think everyone would look at as a fairly traditional flight test program of you know in, incremental approaches and all that kind of stuff you will we'll, we'll take things relatively slowly we'll we'll, we'll look at the risk uh, and make those steps appropriate to so the risk we're taking every single time. Uh, so uh, a lot of what we'll do, people would recognise from, from, from a normal flight test programme. I, I think the interesting part will be the the technology that we're you know, uh, putting into the aircraft and proving that. I think that will be the real kind of uh, innovative technology leap that, that's going on in our flight test programme.
0: OK, I, I'm going to ask you a question um, which is probably a little bit general, but I, I think the answer is is obvious because you've obviously join vertical and, and and believe in the product and and this concept in the future but do you do you think uh do you think we've the, the, this urban air mobility concept and and the kind of this e vital electric hybrid e vital um trend at the moment that we've got in aircraft development do you think you think people will get past the finish line and that it's really going to change how people uh travel around or in cities and between cities or so, I mean, or, or do you think it's a bit overhyped? I, th-
1: I think it could. I think it really could. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons I did jump uh, from Boeing uh, into Vertical, as you as you said. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a it's a great company and mm. it's got a great concept and, and we talked about the speed of of, of, of uh, changing. You know, when I was interviewed for the for the for the job, mm. you know, at the beginning of the year, the concept we were looking at was quite different uh, in some some respects. So. Uh, it's quite interesting to see the speed of the turn uh, of the uh, of the design ideas to refine uh, and hone in on something that will really work. So I think that's that's really interesting for me because I think that sort of speed and the ability to, to change uh, the design is is really uh, neat in terms of actually producing something that will be profitable in the longer term. I think the lower end uh, in terms of size probably works for electrical aircraft at the moment. I think, uh, you know, once you get into the larger regionals, I think everyone's kind of, uh, there's been a lot of talk about it being more hybrid-based, maybe hydrogen, those mm. sorts of areas. Mm. Uh, so I think this is a product that could work. Mm. Uh, and I think we've got a great opportunity to actually deliver it as well, which is um, which is really exciting. You know, the Wright brothers, when they first, you know, flew their Wright Flyer, you know, they, their engines weren't, weren't up to much, uh, but but were we've come to. So, mm. uh, you know, I think, you yeah, once we start, Getting in there and producing something that will help push the technology around electric aircraft further, mm. and that will only help mature and push the technology in all those areas of alternative power plants in the aerospace industry. So uh, yeah, know, I think it's, it's a it's a fantastic opportunity to play a part in in pushing. Uh, you know new technology that will ultimately potentially lead to you know, lots of push around uh, zero emissions uh you know aviation in the longer term so this is a, a really important step on the on the journey to, to achieving that so it's and lots uh, it's,
0: of good exciting work for flight test engineers and a move away yeah. from that from that kind of standard fixed wing you know a tube with wings tube and wings you know uh thing for commercial aviation i think right
1: uh, yeah I, I was uh, quite happy doing it while I was doing at Boeing um, but um, that whole kind of idea at vertical of, of doing something really quite revolutionary yeah. um, and whilst i 've played around with aircraft that you know hover and, and go fast in straight lines as well, uh, you know bringing that all together was quite an exciting opportunity, especially doing it in the u k as well but there aren 't that many programs in the uk that you can get the opportunity to do the sorts of work we 're going to try and do over the next year in so um, yeah it really did just sort of shout out at me when uh, when they very kindly offered me the job um, it, was, uh, it was an opportunity I couldn't really turn down
0: great all right Dean thanks that's um thanks for, for, for updating us on the on the on the program on the test flight program and and um, letting us know your own background and and, um, and, and your kind of your thoughts towards that that urban air mobility concept um, and uh, you know all I can do is, is wish you luck over the next year and, and um, okay uh, thanks for listening and uh, remember if you want a good look at the aircraft uh, or indeed uh, of dean uh, head over to aerospace testing international.com so yeah there's there's lots of uh, other great aerospace testing content there as well uh, all for free Um, I'm, i'm sure you'll find something to interest you if you're if you're listening to this podcast there's there's some there that i'm sure you'll find interesting anyway um uh, also don't forget to subscribe and uh, we'll see you next month thanks a lot bye bye